Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. These for violent crimes. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Will that six-year-old boy who shot his teacher in Newport News face charges? Maryland leaders make a final push to relocate the FBI headquarters in Prince George's. I'm John Doman. Another down day on Wall Street. The Dow was off 58. NASDAQ actually gained 46, so it was mixed. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. There's no word on his condition or details on specific injury, but Senator Mitch McConnell, the leader of Senate Republicans, is hospitalized here in Washington tonight. This following a Wednesday night fall at a local hotel, Senator McConnell's 81 years old. Coming up in a few hours, the start of a sort of Washington dance. A president spelling out a spending wish list, Congress, especially the opposition party, immediately declaring it DOA, with a description of that unmusical theater correspondent at O'Keefe. It's essentially a political document saying if I could have my way, if I could spend the government's money the way I really like to, this is what I would do. This is what I would prioritize. This is how I would tackle things like the deficit. This is how much money I'd give to the Pentagon and to other agencies. But it's in essence immediately dead on arrival on Capitol Hill, which of course is divided evenly now between Republicans and Democrats. Congress is also dealing with something far less routine, a huge breach of a Washington medical insurance database. More on that from CBS's Zach Kudak. Hundreds of members of Congress and their staffs had personal information compromised in a data breach of Washington's health insurance marketplace this week. The FBI told congressional leaders that the agency was able to find and purchase personal information about lawmakers and their staffs on the so-called dark web. But the FBI said it did not appear the officials had been specifically targeted. And not a Madera County in Central California where there are flood threat evacuation warnings. KGPE-TV's Ben Morris is there. The Sheriff's Department is trying to get the word out as quickly as possible. So deputies are going door to door. If no one answers, information is left on the door. If they need assistance evacuating animals, if they need assistance evacuating themselves, or if they need any sheltering assistance, they can contact our office, and we will do everything we can to connect them with the right service and make sure they have a place to go and there's a place for animals to go as well. The Justice Department accuses the police of Louisville, Kentucky, of violating the rights of black Americans. The scathing DOJ report concluded that the Louisville Metro Police Department doesn't always protect and serve, but instead often disrespects the people it is sworn to protect. Among the investigation's findings, officers treat blacks and whites differently. That is CBS News correspondent Jeff Pegues. We have learned that that frantic effort to rescue those four Americans who were taken captive by a cartel in Mexico during a kidnapping that left two of the Americans dead came after a fifth person who traveled with that group to Texas called police there. Overseas in Europe, at least five people are now reported dead in a new Russian missile barrage in Ukraine, the heaviest in quite a while. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, poor candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy. Rizenkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses.
The WTOP Charity of the Month is Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic. If a child you loved were fighting a critical illness, what would you give to make their wish come true? Now more than ever, local children need the hope a wish can bring, giving them joy when it matters most and helping them fight their illness. Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic needs your support to make wishes a reality for children in D.C., Maryland, and Northern Virginia. Donate today. For more info, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. WTOP at 203. Thursday morning, 9th of March, 2023. Clear skies with diminishing winds heading towards daybreak. 20s and 30s, still chilly for the low. Right now, we're at 39 degrees in our nation's capital. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this early morning as we head into the 2 a.m. hour. Breaking news on WTOP. If you're just joining us for the ride this morning, we've gotten word in the last couple of hours that 81-year-old Senator Mitch McConnell has tripped and fallen at a private dinner at a D.C. hotel. Having done so late last night, doctors are now treating him at a local D.C. hospital. That's what we know to this point. This is a developing story. Stay with WTOP at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app. We'll have the very latest as it comes our way. Also, new this morning on Capitol Hill, the U.S. Senate has formally voted this week, 81 to 14 was the final vote, to repeal D.C.'s brand new criminal code. Supporters of a disapproval resolution, as it's called, argued that lighter penalties cannot stand at a time of rising crime. For more now, we turn to WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller Thursday morning. Republicans, including North Carolina Senator Tom Tillis, are critical of the new criminal code, pointing out that penalties would be lighter for carjacking, even though it happens to people every day. The D.C. City Council is blind to crime happening right in front of them, right outside their front door. But Maryland Democratic Senator Chris Van Hollen, a supporter of home rule, pointed out that the code also includes increasing penalties for some crimes. Federal assault on a police officer. They raised it from the current max 10 to 14 years. Still, dozens of other Democrats joined Republicans in voting for the disapproval resolution. And President Biden has said he won't stand in its way with a veto. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. WTOP at 2.05. Also new this morning, a 15-year-old boy has now been sentenced to the shooting of Commander's running back Brian Robinson and the shooting death of another teenager. The Washington Post reports this week that the teen has been ordered now remain in custody of the D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services until at least the age of 21. Robinson was shot in the leg during an attempted robbery in the H Street Corridor locally in northeast D.C. back in August this past summer. The teen pleaded guilty then to that attempted robbery. He also pleaded guilty to to voluntary manslaughter. That would be in the shooting death of 15-year-old Andre Robertson in October. It's a story that actually shocked the nation. Early this year, a six-year-old boy shot his first-grade teacher at a school in Newport News. We've learned here at WTLP this week that child will apparently not be held criminally liable in this case. The city prosecutor tells NBC News this week he will not be seeking charges against the student. But he has yet to decide, he says, whether or not many adults are associated with this in the case could be charged. The shooting on January 6th at Richneck Elementary has led to a potential lawsuit expected to be filed on behalf of the teacher that got shot, Abigail Zwerner. It also led to the school superintendent and assistant principal at the time being kicked out altogether, and the installation then came of metal detectors as well at the school. 
207 on WTOP. For more than a decade, the federal government has been working to find a new home for the FBI's headquarters. It's down this morning to Springfield, Greenbelt, and Landover, and leaders in Maryland got one last chance this week to convince the GSA and FBI why it should go to one of those last two sites. This is a legacy-defining decision for the Biden administration. Maryland Governor Wes Moore and other leaders came here to GSA headquarters emphasizing multiple executive orders from President Biden that focus on equity. Equity is important and is not to be made a mockery of. And also cost. Senator Chris Van Hollen. The cost of Springfield is a minimum of a billion dollars more. But cost and equity rank low in the current scoring, while proximity to Quantico is the highest. GSA assured us, and the FBI assured us, they would go back to the table. Congressman Steny Hoyer says... And reassess the correctness of this process. At GSA headquarters, John Dome in WTOP News. Virginia officials are expected to make their final pitch to the GSA later this morning, Thursday morning. Our John Doman will cover that for you as well. We'll have it this morning. WTOP at 208. Good morning. Welcome Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in with Rich Hunter this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, where traffic was stopped on 66 eastbound between 28 and 29, or between 29 and 28 in Centerville. You're moving again, single file right by, and the on-ramp from uh, 28 also open again as well. So you are moving, delays have quickly eased, volume is light, so not much of a delay even with the traffic stop for an extended period. Now beyond that, mixed work zone in the main lanes, over as you cross over the beltway, again, you get by eventually one single lane to left, but that has not caused a delay as of late. On the outer loop of the beltway, you come across the American Legion Bridge and continue south toward the Dulles Toll Road. Still getting by that work zone in one single lane to the right, but as of late, delays there have been brief. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We've got a nice one out there on our Thursday with temperatures in the low to mid-50s this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine, too. Friday, winter storm moves in. D.C. metro area, south and east, it's rain. To the north and west, it may start off as some snow for a couple of hours and then switch over to just plain rain. Temperatures in the upper 30s to low 40s. Saturday is just plain cold. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Thank the Lord for the night You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. Let's get an early morning update now from Bloomberg this hour. As soon as I get to the right place, because I lost it. There we go. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The first test flight of a mostly 3D-printed rocket will have to wait. Startup Relativity Space postponed the launch of its Turan-1 due to issues with the rocket's propellant. They'll try again on Saturday. If the test succeeds, the Turan-1 would be the first commercial rocket ever to reach orbit on its first flight. Uber may sell or spin off its Uber freight logistics business so it can focus on ride-hailing and food delivery. Sources say Uber is discussing its options with potential advisors. An initial public offering of Uber freight is seen as the most likely outcome.
The crypto industry meltdown has claimed another victim. Silvergate Capital says it will wind down operations and liquidate its bank. Silvergate collapsed amid scrutiny from regulators and a criminal probe by the Justice Department into its dealings with fallen crypto giants FTX and Alameda Research. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part? 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital. Building campaigns that connect. This is WTOP News. This next story on WTOP this morning involves your safety. If you ever need first responders in the nation's capital, for more than a year now, she ran D.C.'s 911 Emergency Dispatch Center. Now in a suit against D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and the city itself, this former director claims she was fired for shining the light on life and death problems that were plaguing the department. The claims that Cleo Sabito makes in her whistleblower suit filed earlier this month paint a much darker picture of D.C.'s trouble emergency dispatch. As first reported by Scatter 911, Sabito's claims include her documenting 10 instances in one day when Office of Unified Communications dispatchers sent responders to the wrong address. Allegations the office went out of its way to avoid complying with public information requests and that the city's 911 staff lacked adequate training. The suit says her former boss warned Sabito to, quote, tread carefully and not pursue her concerns as it would upset Mayor Bowser, end quote. Sabito also claims the city tried without grounds to deny her unemployment. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. I believe the lawsuit is without merit. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Meantime, a heartbreaking 911 call from a murder victim. That's what jurors heard in the very first day locally of the Fairfax County trial of one Veronica Youngblood. She's charged now with shooting and killing her two daughters in their McLean apartment back in 2018. Jurors here in Circuit Court heard the 911 call from Veronica Youngblood's 15-year-old daughter. Crying in pain and struggling to breathe, Sharon Castro told the 911 dispatcher that her mother had shot her. As she cried for help, Fairfax County call taker Jennifer Heflin reassured her that help was on the way. Jurors heard the sound of first responders breaking down the apartment door. She was taken to the hospital where she died. Youngblood's lawyers say that she loved her daughters more than anything, but had endured a life full of trauma and abuse. They asked the jury to find her not guilty by reason of insanity. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. A doctor licensed to practice locally in D.C. and Virginia who pleaded guilty to illegally prescribing drugs is learning his fate this week. 39-year-old Dr. Robert Sow has been sentenced to 15 months after he prescribed the medication that led to a man's apparent overdose. Sal did not have a doctor-patient relationship with that man, apparently. Text messages detailed in court filings show that Sal actually prescribed narcotic pain medication to the man in exchange for money. Authorities say he backdated medical records then to make it look like he was the man's actual doctor after learning of his death. 
On the top stories we're following for you, breaking this morning, word that Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is hospitalized after a hotel fall. D.C.'s revised criminal code has united a deeply divided partisan Congress. The Senate has now, to that end, voted to block the bill from going into effect. And the D.C. Health Link is the latest victim of a cyber attack. The healthcare marketplace says hackers gained access, apparently, to an unspecified number of customers' personal data. Keep it here for full details and these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. You can control your electric bills from Novak without hibernating. Simple actions can put those savings in motion. Set your thermostat at 68 degrees or lower. Layer clothing and blankets to stay cozy. Replace baths with short showers. As a not-for-profit cooperative, Novec is here to help. Visit Novec.com forward slash save. Novec, offering simple ways to save. Showbiz Express, I'm Ross Crystal. NBC has ordered a reality series based on the iconic Hot Wheels toys from Mattel. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge is described as a car makeover series where car fans will face off to transform an ordinary vehicle into a Hot Wheels showpiece. A panel of rotating celebrity judges will join two automotive experts, and the 10-episode series will be hosted by Rutledge Woods. It's a sequel to the 1981 Mel Brooks film History of the World Part 1. Nick Kroll stars in the 8-episode series History of the World Part 2. Mel's ultimate goal was always to poke fun at those in power and how greedy and stupid they were. And so doing a show about history now at a time when we are re-examining what the past, you know, how things went down, it became very, for me, a very easy through line to just continue Mel's legacy of poking fun at those in power. History of the World Part 2 now streaming on Hulu. He's trained some of the brightest and the best. Hollywood acting coach Bernard Hiller is our guest on the next edition of Showbiz Upfront. Available at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Much more on showbizexpress.com and for the Showbiz Express Network, I'm Ross Crystal. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. All right, traveling on the Beltway in Virginia on the Outer Loop is head south of the Legion Bridge all the way down through the Dulles Toll Road. Still getting by the work zone, single file to right. The good news is... Delays there have been brief interloop. You'll find all lanes open this morning. No work on the interloop between Tyson's and the Legion Bridge. On the Maryland Bellway, inner and outer loop through Montgomery and Prince George's counties, you're in good shape. 270 south from Frederick down to the Beltway looking good. Uh, no early concerns along I-95 with the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Two or from the eastern shore. No work on the Bay Bridge this morning. Got three lanes westbound, two lanes eastbound, and no delay reported in either direction. Rest your trip inbound on 50. As you make the trip in uh, from Annapolis through Bowie, across the Beltway, and Lanham, inside the Beltway through Chevrolet, headed toward the district, nothing in your way so far. Traffic is moving well uh, at this point. If you're traveling uh, in the, into the district, I-295 North, DC-295 South, without issue. 
Uh, no problem so far in Suitland Parkway or South Capitol Street inbound into town. Also running them well on New York Avenue from northeast to northwest. And for now, no major concerns along the freeway, both I-395 and I-695, free and clear so far this morning. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We've got a really nice day out there on our Thursday. We're starting off this morning on the cold side, but this afternoon should be just fine. Temperatures in the low to mid-50s with that sunshine and lighter wind, too, so that's nice. On Friday, plenty of uh, cloud cover. We'll see a mix of rain and snow. This will be rain south and east of Washington, including the metro area. This will mostly be rain. But to the north and west, we could see some snow. At least this will start off as snow and change over to rain. Could be a little bit of accumulation, especially on grassy surfaces, highs in the low to mid-40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Here's Nasima Shafi, the Chief Executive Officer of Whitman Walker Health, on WTOP's Get on Top of Your Health series, sponsored by Whitman Walker Health. Not only will you see the same medical provider, because we're a one-stop shop, you're also able to see the same dentist, our nutritionist who's here, we have acupuncture. You'll see the whole care team. You'll also see the same folks at the front desk, the same medical assistants. Watch the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Top Health. For 50 years, Whitman Walker has been rooted in community as a welcoming and safe space. We provide health care services to anyone, whether on Medicaid or fully insured and we're proud to be a place where lgbtq communities and those living with hiv feel supported and respected at whitman walker health we're experts in hiv prevention like prep but we're also a lot more including dental services mental health care same day visits and accessible pharmacies for everyone we see the patient but we see the person first whitman walker we see you you're with WTOP and Dean Lane. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic. If a child you loved were fighting a critical illness, what would you give to make their wish come true? Now more than ever, local children need the hope a wish can bring, giving them joy when it matters most and helping them fight their illness. Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic needs your support to make wishes a reality for children in D.C., Maryland, and Northern Virginia. Donate today. For more info, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. This is WTOP News. You know, pets come in all sizes and shapes, but locally in Loudoun County, some exotic animals apparently crossed the line. The Loudoun County Board of Supervisors has now voted to ban the ownership of certain kinds of exotic animals. Now, that list apparently includes wolf hybrids, kangaroos, scorpions, baboons, alligators, venomous snakes, and non-native venomous spiders. The county is now also banning the breeding of those animals. Virginia law already restricts private ownership of many other wild and exotic animals, such as big cats and bears. When should students these days in Arlington locally be allowed to use their cell phones? And a recommendation to the school board there, the School Health Advisory Board is now advocating for an away-for-the-day policy. Arlington now reports the possibility has drawn mixed reviews from school board members. A school spokesman tells WTOP3 Arlington schools currently require phones to be put away during school. Fairfax County recently banned cell phone use in the most places during the school day. Saturday's awful crash and fiery explosion locally of a tanker truck in Frederick, Maryland, 
were so intense, inspections have been ordered on a particular section of the road later today. The State Highway Administration will check the drainage structure on U.S. 15 at the crash site between Rosemont Avenue and 7th Street. The driver of the truck was killed and the fire reached six homes and several vehicles. Crews will be out Thursday conducting inspections in the center median. They'll check to see if the drainage structure is damaged and determine the extent of any needed repairs. Drivers can expect the left lane closed starting at 10 a.m. southbound U.S. 15 past 7th Street until about 2 p.m. Meanwhile, cleanup will continue on the northbound side through Thursday. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. It is a first of its kind in all of Maryland. In Burtonsville, a lounge has now opened up for people to light up their joints. Hello, my name is Venus Hamachandra, and this is Salon House. Amy Chandra owns a place, and she says people come here for many reasons. Maybe their significant other doesn't like it when they smoke in the house or use cannabis products in the house, or they're just looking to get to know some others in the, in the community. It's like a cigar bar, and they can't serve food to try and partner with food trucks so that y'all have food here, especially the munchies here. You'll need to bring your own marijuana to use or get it from the dispensary next door, which she also owns. And right now, only state-approved medical marijuana users can come and partake. But once July 1st comes around and rec gets approved, uh, we are good to go. And when that happens, those 21 and up can have up to 1.5 ounces of the drug. In Burtonsville, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. That's the sound of knowing you've got a free ride home guaranteed. If you like carpooling or vanpooling, but worry about getting stuck at the office, relax. With Commuter Connections, you can get a free ride home for unexpected emergencies or unscheduled overtime, even if you're commuting just a few times a week. All free. Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or call 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. The Wizards led by as many as 15 points and did a lot right on their home court, but it wasn't enough to avoid falling to the Hawks 122-120, a game in which Kristaps Porzingis made 17 of his 22 shots to set a new career high of 43 points, but in a costly loss. This one means double almost, and even though, yes, of course, we did good things, we fought hard, we, we can find all the excuses in the world, this is our fourth game in five days, but uh, still, we want to get the job done, but we didn't. So we have to live with this. But not for long as the Wiz host Atlanta again Friday night with a chance to pull back within a game of the Hawks for eighth in the Eastern Conference. The big college basketball news of the day came out of Syracuse where the university announced head coach Jim Beheim is done after 47 seasons and longtime assistant Adrian Autry is taking over. ESPN's Jay Billis said of the Hall of Fame coach. I can't think of basketball without thinking about Jim Beheim. The accomplishments are so many. And while the exit after the loss to Wake Forest in the ACC tournament may not have been the most gracefully handled. That's not what we're going to be thinking about. You can hear that press conference in the next half hour, and we'll see if something similar plays out at Georgetown after the Hoyas took a beating from Villanova to go one and done in the Big East tournament. George Washington eliminated from the A-10 tournament in round two, but George Mason advanced to the quarterfinals for a matchup with St. Louis. In the MEAC tournament, Howard onto the semis thanks to a rout of South Carolina State. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. It's a big world. Eight billion people on 200 million square miles of this planet. But the news you care about most is what happens in and around Washington. That's why we have more reporters covering more local stories. Here in Georgetown. Breaking news from Landover. Here at the federal courthouse. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. 